guys, it's two black girls. In a white neighborhood. I'm Jade. And I'm Tari Sai. And today our podcast episode will be about our journey with friendships. So from elementary school to high school, the friend scene for both of us has definitely changed a lot. And coming into high school, I feel like just being a black woman, young teen, whatever you want to call it, has definitely influenced like who we hang around. So I feel like we should just start off by saying like how we became friends. Because I moved to Elk Park <laughs> in the fifth grade. All the new kids were obsessed with me. Well, no. All the kids oh, at nobody home. Nobody was obsessed with her. Nobody They was were obsessed, obsessed with, with me because I was the new kid, so everybody wanted to talk to me. So more so, we were all obsessed with the new kid, not Tari Sai. She just happened to be the new kid. Okay, cool. Whatever. And I think... I first took into like initiative to talk to her because I was so social and bubbly and friendly. Um, were we the only black girls in the class? We were. No, it was, Dante. it was no. It was one other girl named. Um, it was not another black girl. Yes, there was. Who? There was a black girl named. She dated. Her name was. Oh, Daniela. Daniela. I went over to. <laughs> I went over to her house. Once. You don't even remember her name. And Daniela, Damn. she was a new girl too. So she was a new girl too. It was so really. But didn't she leave? Yeah, before, like, okay. But, yeah, so there was probably, like, three to four of us. So, you know me. I see a black girl walk through the door. I jumped. Let me talk to her. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, me and my friend group, we walk up to her, whatever. In grade school, my friend group was mixed. Like, um... One or two black kids, majority white, whatever, right? Yeah. So we started talking to Tari Sai, and when I said this girl was crazy, like, <laughs> I mean, she's cursing, she's talking about sex, and we were in fifth grade, so I'm like, okay, she's kind of different. I kid you not, first day, you probably don't remember this, but first day I met her, she asked to come to my house, and I was like, I did? The yes. first day? <laughs> yes. I did. And me being me, I'm like sure whatever. And I told my mom, I'm like, yeah, the new girl's gonna like come over. My mom's like, oh my okay. god, I'm bold as fuck for that. But inside, I'm like, <laughs> I could have really kidnapped her. And I'm like, why is she asking to come to my house? Maybe because early? I was so eager to make another black friend, like unconsciously. Because before, before I moved to Oak Park, I was literally all over the country, all over the world. <laughs> I was living Africa in and Florida. Yeah, I was living in Florida. Actually, no. In Florida, it was literally majority blacks and Hispanics. Mm. Um, and in Zimbabwe, of course, all Africans, like all black people. Um, but I went to... Oh, I was homeschooled. Fourth grade, I was homeschooled. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, like, all my friends... Like, that's when I met Cam. All my friends were, like, so much more older than me. And I didn't really connect with anybody really my age. Yes. So, coming to homes... Um, I was just like, yeah, like I definitely, I'm so eager to make friends, like especially like black friends too. Maybe just like on an unconscious level, because the first friend that I picked out, you came to talk to me, but I was initially close with Amy. No, no, no. With should we even be talking about names? Who cares? Right. I was initially <laughs> close with Elisa. Oh yeah. But then I dropped her. <laughs> oh, bro. I did. That was such a funny day. <laughs> That was such a funny day. Okay, yeah. we. I feel like we shouldn't say names. Okay, we've decided to not really drop names, but those names that you hear so far, whatever. Yeah, we'll those are the last in. names you'll hear, okay. hopefully. <laughs> but I was talking with Elisa, but then we stopped being friends, and then it was you, me, 
And we had our little friend group. Yeah. And our friend, it consisted of it was majority white, white, mostly white kids, but they were about like it was decent, including us. There was probably like two other, three other black girls actually, but like compared to the rest of the school, like we were the only black kids in the school, yeah. and just decided to like, in our grade, yeah, to like make a friend group, whatever. Yeah, there was about yeah, I would say like in elementary school is probably like living in Oak Park that during that time. No, no, no. Actually, I lied. During Brooks is when I had the most black friends. And what I didn't realize is that when I went to Brooks, there were so many black, black kids. kids. I'm tell- Where did these black kids come from? And so then I guess I found out that at Holmes, it is like, I guess that side of Oak Park is predominantly white. But I guess in other grade schools, there were actually more black kids yes. going to those schools. And I did not know Julian. Like, or no, no, no. That's the middle school. No, it was like... <laughs> what I don't elementary know, it was, school? It was like Hatch, Longfellow. Yeah. Like, like, I don't know which school. And then the other grade schools, the kids that went to those schools were the kids that lived like on the border of like Austin. Yeah. And that neighborhood, like Kenilworth, that street is... Def- I haven't seen one black person walk down that street. Like, oh, <laughs> I walked down me. that street the other day and they were staring at me. I was like, damn. <laughs> But yeah, so middle school, we were still we were still really close friends in middle school. In like sixth grade. Yeah. And that's when we kind of like, that's when literally all of our friends were just black. Like our okay, friends were, I personally didn't have a good experience with the black girls when I first got to Brooks. When we were still in the same Yeah. Room, it was just good vibes. Like, I just remember, like, us <laughs> going to the Dollar Tree after school every day. I mean, day. but those were mostly with our same friends from Holmes. Like, who was a black girl that you met at Brooks that you didn't know at home? If you really think about it. Well, like, I can name a few, but, like, I don't want to drop their names. But, like... But there were some. But, I mean, yeah, there were some. Actually, yeah. I guess a couple of them did come from... No, I got bullied in sixth grade by the black girls. Not trying to, like, say... Really? Yeah, like, I'm sorry what the black girls at Brooks were, like, hella judgmental. I got bullied by the black girls in seventh grade. In the When I started doing my hair. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, guys. I started doing my hair in the seventh grade. I started trying to do, like, my edges and shit. Bro. bro. Don't come to school. When you are experimenting your edges, do not come to school unless you have a strong ego and you can take. But being. I started experimenting in sixth grade, so right Maybe that out was of a grade good time. school. I was like, because nobody knows how to do their edges in sixth grade, but seventh grade, damn, everybody. Yeah. Tari, those like, aren't your edges. Those are your hair. Tari, why your edges look like that? Like, why damn. they so thick? Like, I'm like, I'm just trying to look like, good. Right? <laughs> like, I'm 13, bro. What you expect? Leave me alone, literally. And it was like, because we came from a predominantly white grade right. school, we were only around white kids, so they weren't correcting exactly. us. Being like, they were doing oh, like, why your edges look like that? Exactly. And then we get to Brooks with all these black kids, and they're looking at us like, like who are these whitewashed little girls? Yeah. And I'm They like, would always call me white. I'm like, they thanks for knocking down my my confidence, like, <laughs> they would always be like, Tari, like, Tari, sorry, like, you act so white, like, are you even black? I did not <laughs> stop are you even that. black and look at you. Honestly. <laughs> like, come on now. Oh, no, she black. I would not stop hearing that until literally freshman year. And. I'm sorry, but like, who told you that? Are you even black? <laughs> Some on. of the black girls. <laughs> no, it's just the fact that, like, you're not light-skinned. You're clearly black. No, just, like, black. Because they just expected... Yeah. They just expected black to just, like, sound like you... Sound uneducated. Or just sound Pretty like much. you just don't know... Like, you don't have common sense. And... 
And we all talked so proper back then. We did. We did because we had a good education. Yeah. But and that's the thing. Books and them girls were like, why you talk like you white? Right. I did I'm not like, know I'm... that talking correctly was talking white. But exactly. hey. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But it, I feel like in that situation where it's black people telling you that you aren't even black, it's kind of like hard to like combat that. Yeah. Whether when white people will be like, like this mixed boy told me freshman year, he was like, you act white. And I was like, okay, well, homeboy, are you saying that because I'm educated and I sound educated and I sound like I know what the fuck I'm saying? Or are you just saying that because you're just ignorant and dumb? But when black people would say that, I would just be like, okay, well, I don't know what to say to that because right. then it's kind of just like, it's so ingrained in your head. I don't know what else to say to you to make you think any different. But yeah, middle school came around. Mostly black kids. I had a decent... Sixth grade, I had a good experience. Seventh grade... Yeah, ours was different. Because seventh grade, that's when I started thriving a little bit, you know. I just got all these black friends. Life was going good for me. Confidence was at an all-time high. But seventh grade is when I started getting into Bravo. And I started switching over to musical theater. And then all of my friends were basically white. Because you did Flat Stanley sixth grade. But so did Cyan. Matter of fact... All the kids did fucking flexing <laughs> in the sixth grade. So it was pretty diverse and mixed. Come seventh grade, what was seventh grade? Seventh grade was Lion King. Lion King. I auditioned for Lion King. Were you on dance court? And then I was like, I'm not doing this. Yeah, and then why I quit. Did you quit? I don't know. Yeah, because honestly. after you quit, I didn't have any friends, bro. Yeah. I did not talk to anybody. And nobody liked my ass. We practiced the dances together. We sh- we literally have videos in your Snapchat yeah. memories of us doing those dances. Oh, my God. Yeah, because when you quit, I literally did not have any friends. So that's when I started being friends with the white kids because of Bravo. Like, we were seeing each other almost every day after school. I was spending most of my time with them, and I was, like, yeah. forced to socialize. And, and that's, you were doing Bravo after school. I was going to the park after school. Yeah, you like, guys were going to the library. I was getting lit. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, like, once I started Bravo, I'm trying to think, like, how did I change? I don't even know. I feel like once I started Bravo, like, it was just, I didn't even think about... I didn't think about, like, having black friends until, like, the eighth grade. Mm-hmm. Once we did, like, Sister Act and shit like that. I don't know. Once I started hanging out with the black kids, I personally don't feel like I changed. But I know my cousins, they would always be like, oh, you talk white. And then suddenly they're like, Chatty, you are ghetto. Wait, you talk yes, black now. Like, I'm like, did yes. my dialect change? It changes and once. I never, like, it, Your dialect it changes did. or conforms to the people, how they talk, how yeah. they talk around you. So, like, if majority of my life I'm out here hanging with fucking Harvard graduates and they're, mm-hmm. like, using the most... I don't know, complicated grammar or some shit or just crazy vocabulary, I'm going to probably rub off of them and start using that same vocabulary. Rather, if I'm hanging out with someone who did not receive such a high education and is using like improper words, then I'm going to start saying that too. So maybe once I start hanging out with the white kids, shit, maybe I did sound a little white. Maybe maybe I did start to sound quote unquote ghetto. ghetto. Even though though, ghetto is a place, not right. Okay. Yeah. That's a whole different topic. Even though I just called you ghetto like Yeah, and I'm a little ghetto, but it is. (laughs) (laughs) No kidding. 
from there, I guess that's how me and Tarsai fell off. It was not like a argument or anything. It was literally just like, so really, we just kind of went into our different friend groups. I was more with like black and mixed kids and you were just like white kids. Yeah, I was just strictly white. For middle school, for like seventh and eighth grade, and then by the time eighth grade came, I don't think we were friends at all. We're I don't remember seeing you. I barely remember seeing. Oh, yeah, you. me either. Like damn, like she was out of sight, out of mind. No offense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't remember seeing you at all. Maybe like I think if we saw each other in the hallway, we would say hi. Yeah, for sure. Like it wasn't beef or anything. Yeah. It was like, oh, hey, sorry, sorry. Well, but, back in the day, yeah. was, hey, sorry. But once we but, got to high school, I did not see you. I, ne- I my never. My mom saw would be you. like, "Does Tari still go to OP?" And I was like, "I don't know. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, stop asking me. I don't know." <laughs> I literally did not see you until this year where we had our class together. Well, no, I used to see you a few times during freshman year because remember you said at that lunch table, or was it sophomore year? But you sat at a lunch table. Yeah, with all those white that girls. That was right next to mine. Yeah. Yeah. And I knew, like, I would say hey to you, like, if we caught each other. No, like, yeah, you came. You came yeah. over, and I was like, hey. And you're like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> God, I did not enjoy sitting at that lunch table at really? all. Really? I only sat there because my best friend, and I was sitting with her, and I was sitting with her friends, but I just did not enjoy it at all. Loki, when you would come over, I would feel embarrassed. Really? Yeah. Because I'm like, dang, she seen me hanging out with all these white kids. I don't even fucking talk and to. And the whole time that I always thought you enjoyed it so much. No. I'm like, oh, that's party size no. thing. She thriving. No. Period. Freshman year, <laughs> freshman year, I started to get... Freshman year... Okay, freshman year, my friend group, it, was, it wasn't as bad as sophomore year because freshman year mm-hmm. there were like black boys of course there's always a couple black boys and a white predominantly girl group so like a whitewashed black boy no i mean yes that too but there's always just like that yeah. one black guy that's just there mm-hmm. and you just wouldn't think that he would hang out with all these white girls but like they just kiss his ass so yeah. that's why he's there um <laughs> <laughs> But there, yeah, there were like a couple black boys, but then like I got fed up with that group because we weren't, we weren't even really friends. We weren't even really friends. Mm -hmm. So then I left that group and I started sitting with like my old Bravo friends and it was cool. It was a, it was a good group. They were really good friends. But then I just started like soft, when sophomore year came around, like, and then quarantine hit, I was just starting to get fed up. Like. When I would be sitting with my friend at um, the lunch table with her other white friends, I would just be like, why the fuck am I here? I don't have anything in common with these girls. Like, nothing, like, against them. But I'm yes, just and like... when I can OP, like, especially, like, sophomore, senior, I try to be friends with white girls. And I'm not saying I can't be. I've met some white girls, and I'm like, you're yeah. so cool, you're chill. But it's like... I first of all, I don't got nothing in common with you, and I'd be like, she probably talking about me. Like, probably. I just like don't trust. Like, no offense to any white people that are listening, I just like <laughs> don't trust white people. <laughs> like, I never, cause this thing, I never know if they're being genuine. Like, I'm like, are you saying hating me because I'm here? Are you saying hating me because you actually want to be my friend? I can like, trust white people. My two best friends are white people, but yeah. <laughs> but my two best friends are black. What? So. <laughs> What can start to, like, make me feel a little weird is just when, like, 
like the whole Black Lives Matter thing, like when all that shit came up, um, and just activism and everybody posting on their fucking social medias and shit like that. And just anytime something political around that area would come up and like white people would speak on it. And it's like, it's like in either situation, no one can really win, which is like unfair right. for me to be like, I just didn't like how this person sounded. Because then if but they don't speak up, people are going to be yeah, like, why right. didn't you say anything? Why didn't you post anything? So it's like a little Susie to raise up. But sometimes, like, when my white friends will talk about that stuff, like, I'm just like, I understand that you're here for us, and you're here for me, and you support, but sometimes <laughs> it's just, like, too much. Like, you almost sound like you're more mad than me, bitch, and that's impossible. Yeah. So not, I'm not saying tone down your emotions, but just, like, I don't know. Just be authentic. Some, be sometimes genuine. it like, just doesn't feel genuine. That's why, I, that's why I said that. I just don't have, like, 100% trust. I know white people that I genuinely really like, but in the back of my head, I'd be like, this hoe don't even like me for Like, <laughs> I just don't really know. But it's like, you don't have to, just don't overhype your emotions. Don't, just... Feel yeah. the way you feel. Be authentic. It's fine. Like, and I know there's like white guilt and all that shit, but I'm just like, I understand that you're supporting, but sometimes when you're trying to show your support, it just comes off. Like I said, we weren't name dropping again, but someone specifically, like <laughs> Benny, you can just tell that he is just real raw, authentic. Like, it's not. He never overhypes it when he talks about Black man. Lives Matter. Oh wait, Benny, when the fuck did he talk about Black Lives Matter? Like when I asked him, I'd be like, Benny, are you racist? He don't be like, Chatty, no, 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 I'm not racist. He be like, no, no like, what? <laughs> and he just kind of jokes, like, yeah, because some white people tell. be out here scared as fuck. Yeah. They're gonna be called a racist, like, which you is just like understandable. Racist that, like, but at he the same time, doesn't even feel the need to defend yeah. himself because, like, yeah, he would never. And white people like that, like, it's hard to be around them. But it is. But like. Like, I just feel like I'm in a movie when I'm around them. Like, yeah. everything just seems so fake. Fake! That's how I felt at the lunch group. Everything, just every word, every conversation. And it's predictable. Just, and I'll be like, Right, what? just, just, it just felt so fake. And I'm just like, why? Like, I just did not, like, I just did not feel like I was on planet Earth. Why <laughs> people are going to listen to us anymore. <laughs> No, white people, please listen, please. Anyway. Not you begging, though. Cut <laughs> <laughs> that shit out. Anyways. Oh. Um, no, it's just, it's just sometimes it just seems kind of generic yeah. and not authentic. But maybe it is, too. Those are a special type of white people. Yeah. Like, those are, like, a different breed type of white people. Because I know Tari Side's best friends, and they, no, they They're seem... Not- they seem like they genuinely like black people. Like, I wouldn't think they were racist. Middle school, that was like a mixed group. Freshman year, that was like black on black. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I, didn't have any, I didn't have any white friends, like, at all. And definitely was not my crowd looking back. It was just a lot. Like, I'm not going to say there's only flaws in white people. There's definitely flaws in every single race. Like, right. they were a lot. It was a lot of, like just loudness like i don't want to i don't want to say loudness because i don't want to give like the stereotypical black but like <laughs> if you had to imagine, honest to god it can yeah, be a like, little loud honestly, it can be a little loud if you imagine the most stereotypical black person that was my friend group yeah no offense probably very great genuine people at heart a hundred percent was i mean the thing with stereotypes 
it's not that always a truth to a stereotype. Yeah, it's not that stereotypes aren't true. The negative thing about stereotypes is that they put people in a box and they don't give room to grow. Yeah, you're just generalizing everybody, which has its pros and has its cons. But some people definitely do fit the box, and my friend group definitely like they were the box. And I'm not the box. Like, <laughs> like I definitely was not. Definitely gave me some, like, negative attributes. Because you are who you hang out with in some ways. That's what your teacher was saying in middle school. They're like, I really hope Dada leaves that Yes, let group. me tell y'all. My teachers in middle school were telling my mom. They were like, Jada, I just don't want her hanging out with them. Like, she's just such a good girl. Da, da, da. And I'm thinking, like... I am the I am the show starter. No one no one plugs a battery in my back. <laughs> what the hell? Wait, that was a good analogy. I'm telling you, girl, I be thinking. <laughs> like I am the show. Like which uh, oh, I, yeah. I am, I was, and I still am. But definitely, certain people did rub off on me in certain ways. And I have black best friends that definitely like y'all did. You know. You kind of act like her a little too much. And that's why I love my best friends. Because my best friend told me what it was and what it was not. And I literally love that. And I appreciate that. But, yeah, I came in with all black friends. And then at one point, you know, you can't just just get out of toxic friend groups, basically. Yeah. what I'm trying to say. Like, and I think with me, what the problem was is I thought that when I was younger, I thought that having black friends meant having friends like those girls in middle school. Bro, me too. When that is just not true. that Because mm-hmm. there's black girls at OPRF who don't act like that. Who at all. like And that is not... They do not take up or are not the mold of black people. Right. And I'm not gonna lie. I definitely do have some of the stereotypical traits. traits. Yeah. It... it and it is what it is. And I'm, I'm happy about it. But it's not it. because you're black. It's because yeah. that's your personality. Yeah, that's just my personality. And I'm okay with that. But in the day, I'm just not a follower. So I can't stay in a toxic friend group. Right. Like, one thing about me is you can't make me do anything I don't want to do. So if I don't want to do something, if I don't want to be somewhere, I'm not going to be there. Right. I don't beg for friendships. So I definitely had to leave that friend group. Sophomore year came. I was down to, like, 10 friends max. Now we're at senior year and maybe we're, like, Four. Four and I love it. We're like, like if you want to be my three. friend, just you can DM me. Oh my God. Because I am nice. You will literally <laughs> ignore you. Like, Why is this person DMing me? I don't understand. Why are people following me? No, stop. Shut up. <laughs> but okay, so for me, freshman year, um, I was in this friend group, left them because it was toxic and they were racist. Like, yeah. they, they were, they were, see, that's bad. the one thing I didn't they have to deal with. Bad. Your friends are all black people. You don't have to worry about no one being racist. You might have to deal with people being colorist or something like right. that, but nobody's going to be racist. Like, no, like, yeah. that's some self hate. My friend group freshman year, a couple of them, like, it was, oh my God, it was so bad. Like, I literally needed to leave that. Too many N words, mm-hmm. too many. Anyway, so yeah, and then sophomore year came, and then I hung out with the new crew, awesome crew, love those friends, they're amazing to this day, but then like, I just, like, it just, over quarantine, it just hit me, I was just like, I love white people, like, I love these people, but I just can't be around you, I can't be around you, because no matter, unless, obviously, for the select few friends that I have now, that I feel like we're just really, really compatible. But, like, as, like, a whole community, a whole group of friends to basically just be white and not another black friend up in the friend group, I can't do that. Because, like, when something happens, so many things, especially over quarantine or just right before COVID hit, just that sophomore year, like, 
so much shit happens where it's just like, oh, something was said that is like a little bit biased towards or against mm-hmm. black people. And like, I'm just with my friend group. I ain't got nobody to look to. Nobody yeah. to give the little eye to in the corner like, or anything girl, like that. Did you just hear him say that? Right, nothing. It's just you alone and that's it. And All so right. I'm just like, okay, well, if I... This is kind of like my most toxic trait. But it's just like, if I feel alone, then, and I'm like in a group, then I will literally just like isolate myself and just feel lonely and be alone at the same time. Because what's yeah. the point of feeling alone when you're around a million people? Like, you might as well just be alone, the fuck. Like, literally. <laughs> you're just wasting your energy by going out and being with people, um, even though you still feel lonely with like, them. Like, being alone in a friend group, that just says a lot. Like, but That's it wasn't, it like, wasn't, like, with the sophomore friends that I was with, it's not that they were bad people, it's just yeah. that I just changed as a person, and I just, I just, I don't fucking, I literally just don't have the patience for anything at this point, mm-hmm. and if I just feel any type of way, like, I just, I just need to be by myself, and leave, <laughs> which is Self-love a bad is thing, love. bad thing and a good thing at the same time. But yeah, junior year, junior year, I was still friends with them, but then like, because I'm trying to think, still friends with them, but then I said, hey guys, like, I don't like this, um, I'm depressed, <laughs> I don't like this, so I need to take some time for myself, and I just kind of just want to, you know, try to discover myself, you know, right. be around more black people. So literally last summer, like, I manifested more black people in my, in my life. This is exactly why you're sitting at this table here, because I manifested <laughs> you. Um, but, yeah, like, I think what got me through the most with all those friendships, because freshman year, I was also really depressed because of the friend group that I was in. Don't know how I got through that. I literally what happens is that if I'm depressed, I will try to make some type of travel plan mm. and have something to look forward to. Are you depressed right now? Because you're going to Paris. <sighs> no. Yes. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't depressed freshman year. I was thriving freshman year. That was definitely my best high school year so far. Sophomore like, was my best one. I argued with so many people freshman year and I would not take it back. I had a good time. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> that sounds like what a toxic Because I was so immature, but like isn't it kind of fun being immature but not caring? Like, it's just something about just being, like, wild. But now, you know, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm a new person now, though. But being a new person is, like, you have to, like, think more. You have to think, like, okay, Johnny, don't do that. That's a bad decision. But more so, you can just do something, like, you don't care. Well, if you feel no remorse, it's kind of just, like, I guess, what's the point? But looking yeah. back, because I've done things with no remorse, but then looking back... I'm trying to think. That's not even true. I don't even look back. <laughs> <laughs> I've done something with no okay, remorse. Okay, so I'm trying to There's say, no remorse. Freshman year was a good year because I was just young and immature, and I like youthfulness. That's just something I enjoy in life. And it was just a good time. Like, I, it was a good time with very toxic people, though. Like, I'm not saying they weren't fun people. Toxic, but they were fun as hell. Like, oh, I wish that was my experience. Wait, cut that. Cut that part out. <laughs> I don't need these niggas thinking they was fun. <laughs> Give me no. <laughs> <laughs> um, wish I could say that about my experience. No, it was fucking horrible. Like I just did not like the people I was surrounded by, and they were just they were just they were just not cute. Sophomore year, sophomore year was a good year. That was the first year that like I celebrated my birthday, mm-hmm. and I didn't want to go home. 
I didn't really like sophomore year because I was like in the midst of cutting off a bunch of people, like best friends, all that. I like, think that's when I started hearing drama about you. Really? I, uh, oh, I can't say names. <laughs> <laughs> Bleep that out because you said a name. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's when I started to hear drama about you because you were kissing somebody that you weren't supposed to be kissing. Oh my shit. goodness. Anyways, I got no, sophomore year is the year I was experimenting. I started cutting people off. I when I say I was cutting people off, I mean people did the tiniest thing. They could have they could have done the tiniest thing, looked at me a little way. I feel like they might they might have possibly talked about me. And my toxic trait is that if I don't if I think you're talking about me, I won't confront you and be like, Did you say that about me? I'll be like, Cool, cut you off and leave it at that. I'm I don't want an explanation. Way. I don't want to talk about it. That's our toxic trait. You yeah. can't do that shit. And a lot of people I have cut off, shit. I never had a conversation with them about it. I just That's what I did. That's what I did with my friend group freshman year. I literally just stopped yeah. sitting at the table. That's and I started sitting. No, because freshman year is when I became friends with my Bravo kids. <laughs> my Bravo kids. With the people from Bravo. No. Fre- yeah, second semester, freshman year. And the last friend group that I was with from eighth grade, like, I just didn't say anything. And they didn't care. Like, nobody came over and was like, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, one girl did lot, come over. Like, one girl did come over, but she was just coming over to be fucking nosy. She right. wasn't genuine. She wants to know the fucking tea. Right. So, yeah, but no one came over and was like, Teresa, why aren't you sitting with us? So I was like, I took that as a sign, and I was like, okay, I'm doing the right thing by mm-hmm. removing myself from the situation. Because obviously these people don't give a fuck about Cause me. Because y'all put in, you, you put in zero effort yeah. to figure out why we were no longer friends. So clearly, you didn't care about our friendship that much to begin with. But hold on. Cause and that is like one of my fears. Like don't putting in start. more effort into a friendship or anything and somebody just not giving the same energy back. Like when I feel like something is like the, something like that is going on in a relationship, like I just run. Well, take tips from me because I don't do that. <laughs> I literally refuse to put in more effort than a friend. Like, in a friendship, that's not a relationship. That's a friendship. There are a lot of friends in the sea. I can go get any new friend that's just like you. So don't ever feel too special. Okay, guys, that concludes our first official episode on our journey with friendships. Make sure to follow us on Spotify and follow us on our socials on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Two Black Girls Podcast. And I hope that you guys come back next week for our new episode. All right, peace out. Bye.